Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, Netball World Cup is on. Uh, as, as well as the Matildas, the Australian Netball Diamonds, it's a photo finish for who our favourite team is. Ali Broadbent joins us live on the line. I think she deserves a standing O. Let's hear it here at Gosford Netball for the great Ali Broadbent this morning. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, welcome back to the show. And what are your thoughts so far? Because we just mentioned a moment ago, England stormed home to defeat the Nepal Diamonds by one goal in their last round game. Oh, look, it's, it's like England have improved so much over the years. I'm not surprised by the result. I think we did make a few crucial errors and we probably didn't. Um, we probably were trying to protect the lead rather than play the game. So I think that um, when we were up by the about at the eight goals, I think we probably didn't push on a little bit. Um, look, it's a round game. It's probably a little disappointing because we've ended up playing, um, going to cross-match with Jamaica. I think they're going to be harder to beat than New Zealand. So um, it'll be interesting coming um, tonight. Okay, Ali, Gary Birkinshaw here. With the, um, with the World Cup, it's fairly... Uh, it's it's fairly solid netball with games just about every day. So given that, I suppose, the top four who've made the semifinals were probably predicted to do so from the beginning. So is it hard not to focus on the semi games ahead, the semifinals ahead, when you're playing through some of those later round-robin games? Yeah, look, good que- it's a great question. Um, I was talking to someone this morning, and it is really hard because it is game after game, and you don't get a rest day until like, the girls had a rest day yesterday. Um, and it really is, you don't want to protect everyone, but you kind of got to look after your main uh, court seven. So um, I think that that's been something that um, uh, Stacey's been working on and giving plenty of game time and resting the legs of some of her stars. Um, yeah, so I think she probably wouldn't have wanted to show all her hand either against England, but at the same time, it's probably a game that would have been a nice win for the team moving into semi-finals. Yeah, Ali, so who do you think will be their starting seven for, for the game against Jamaica tonight? Oh, that's a tough question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look, that, that's I, why I we gave Garvin, it to the expert, uh, Ali. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I'm not the coach, so uh, my version of the starting seven is probably different to what Stacey wants to put on. I think um, Courtney Bruce is in fine. You need to have her on the court. Um, they, interestingly, she's playing her out at goal defence with Clow back at goalkeeper. I don't mind that. Um, and I, I think it adds a different dimension, but uh, Courtney is so good at goalkeeper. The other one that I'm, I'm just not sure on their attack line at the moment, I know Steph Wood is um, vice-captain, and, and she leads on and off the court really well. I'm just not sure if I would have her in my starting seven, um, which is a bit of a controversial call, but um, her and Cara Conan, um, I would probably start with Garvin. She's been playing some really nice netball this week and in goal shooter, and um, and Austin always is a bit, um, gets a little bit more ball back in defence. So it just depends on who the starting seven is for Jamaica. And, um, yeah, so I think that's probably um, going to be a tough one. Interesting, Courtney Bruce. Her physicality certainly been questioned at, at times, especially at the beginning of the, the tournament. What do you make of that? Um, it's how she plays. Um, yes, I think at times um, she needs to pull out of a few things. 
Um, does she do it deliberately? No. Um, is she um, attempting to get the ball? Yes. So I think there's probably some things, and she probably knows those things that she needs to do. And her effort is is um, is always there, and she's always trying to do her absolute best to get the ball back. I think that I watched um, when I was watching the the England game um, the other night, and, and then the Jamaican and New Zealand game afterwards. I thought, oh, there's some just some interesting calls from an umpiring perspective. We're just different to, um, obviously, when you're playing Australian versus another team, you can't have any Australian um, umpires on those games. So you're getting a different perspective from different umpiring, and, and that, that sometimes takes a little bit to adjust as well. I know I watched a game where Jamie Lee Price got a warning. I'm not quite sure. Like, there's been a few things like that. So it's just, you just got to sort of, um, learn to play to what the umpires are calling and adjust. So I think Courtney needed to probably adjust a little bit better. But, um, yeah, so I think she's just, that's the way she is. Yeah, you know, Ali, I mentioned to Gary earlier that I feel like there's a changing of the guard. And you see these teams like Jamaica and England, because their players are playing so well in the Suncorp Super Netball, I feel that's been an opportunity for their nations to bridge the gap. And then you look at this Jamaican lineup. Have you seen a goal attack and goal shooter like Ramelda Aiken-George and Janiel Fowler? Like, what a dynamic duo that is. And it's a mouth-watering matchup because the Sunshine Girls creamed New Zealand a couple of days ago as well. Yeah, they did by 11 goals. And I watched the end of that game. And the, um, I, I was watching their back line um, in the Jamaican team. is um, We've got Wilson, Ward and um, Sterling in the back end. And it's just, they're so powerful respectively in their Thunderbirds and, and uh, Collingwood, well, Ward played for Collingwood. But, um, yeah, so it's just been, they're dynamic players and they're a really good combination and it's going to be really hard. I think our Aussie attacking line is, is still questionable a little bit. Um, I'm just not sure with, I'm not sure the, the way that Stace is going to play that against the three of those girls because they're just so hard to penetrate and they pull off some really amazing balls. Um, and then you've got... Um, Fowler up the back end and in shooting and I watched it she was so she's just so powerful and and um strong and and it's a credit to her for the way that she handles herself on and off the court um yeah so and yeah it was good it's nice it adds a little bit and I know that um they'll be hard to beat I didn't realize that England and I certainly don't want to be disrespectful here but boy they're experienced uh Jeeva Mentor uh Jade Clark (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Helen, Helen Housby <laughs> Helen Housby is the baby of the team at 28 Actually I was watching that and I said oh there's Jade running around and then there's um, Chelsea Pittman she was in the Bowl when I was playing so yes we're experienced <laughs> and no I'm not playing anymore so um, yeah like I think that um, and that's going to be hard for them coming into tonight and to, if they make go through like it's just a those, you just don't recover as well when you're a little bit older. And, um, yeah, so I think that'll be interesting to see how they fare up tonight. But uh, they're playing on a bit of um, uh, fight and passion. You can really see that when they're coming through and, and looking after each other and their bench is so excited. So, And the Aussies are the same. So, And I think we'll see a different starting seven tonight to what we saw against England. So, yeah, it'll be a really good um, semi-finals tonight. Hey, Ali, this is your home club. You'll be down here a little bit later on this afternoon, so your whole family has come through here. You also do some coaching here. And I remember a few years ago, Gosford Netball Association had a gala ceremony celebrating 60 years. So what does it mean to you, grassroots netball? I know. I used to, the girls don't believe me, but um, some of the kids I coach, I, used to, I started with Davistown Apaches. 
and we were a great team and um, had a lot of fun and there's a lot of great memories um, playing the courts. I played on grass courts when they were there. So um, I think there's a lot of lot of memories from me growing up as a player and, and coming through and now my girls play um, each in um, for their respective clubs in the afternoon. So And they're having such a good time. So I think they're just... Um, it's really lovely that um, we've got such a great facility and, and some really good volunteers and people that help out um, to make netball such a great a great thing on the coast. And certainly, Ali, it's great. You, you would have seen some changes here at Gotham. We're, we're sitting in one right here now, a magnificent facility overlooking <laughs> Adcock Park. But but even, I suppose, in the gender with, with, with men's netball now certainly making its yes. way on... Uh, <laughs> we had a side in the... Um, you know, in the state championship to play over Maitland and also one of our own in Noah Stevenson making the Australian under-17 side. So, so look, it's really good that the sport is actually expanding and, and growing. We all, all we keep hearing about is a lot of the, the women going into men's sports, with whether it be cricket or, or AFL or rugby league. But it's fantastic to see now that the men are actually getting into some of the predominant women's sports. Yeah, well, it's funny because when I was playing, um, Julie Fitzgerald, we used to always play um, the men. And there used to always be a men's team. So we used to play them for training matches and competitions before we we do our um, our league matches. But um, I used to coach Noah, and he's a lovely kid, and he's, he's so passionate, and he, he gives so much back to um, the sport um, on the court, off the court. He also umpires, and he really puts a lot of effort into that, and it's really well-deserved for him um, making the Australian team. And I'm really proud of him. So, But I think um, you go to state champs, and um, my daughter Emma was playing in the 17s and they loved watching the men and they were so um, excited and respectful um, to the girls on it. And so it was really lovely. It's really a good connection and it gives it gives a different perspective and they're just so aerial. So it's, uh, we should see you boys out there having a crack. Yeah. Oh, I love netball. <laughs> I wouldn't be very aerial. Ali, let me tell you that. Uh, back in the 80s, I was a you know, potential uh, goal, at, uh, goal defence. Like I used to soar. Like, uh, I thought it was like AFL. Uh, but very similar to AFL, I think, in terms of moving exactly, off the ball. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Ali, so I always, yeah. Yep. You mentioned about your daughter, and I feel like she's also got some of your husband, Paul, some of his bloodlines. Now, she's an outstanding swimmer. Was she inspired by watching the Aussies in Fukuoka? Oh, uh, yeah, look, she is. And I think that the funny thing is, I think Nepal's overtaken it, Steve, at the moment. So, um, but yeah, she looks, she's very passionate about her swimming. She's loving a netball. She's playing for the, the Central Coast Heart in um, a Metro League. So she's really enjoying that. And then we've got, um, and then she's just come back from a week at the snow snowboarding. So she's had a, she thinks she's a now professional snowboarder. So we'll go, <laughs> we'll go with whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, so like, like a lot of kids, a high achiever in numerous sports, and at some point she might have to make a call. But, I mean, if you listen to all the experts, you just play as many things as you can and have as much fun as you can and then decide if you want to get serious. Is that the way? Uh, yeah, look, yeah, and look, for me, with them um, and both the girls, it's all about enjoyment. It's, the thing I miss most about playing is, yes, a little bit of the competition, but it's got more to do with the people that I met and the places I went and the people that I got to train with and and play with so and it's just that connection and that um it, that's what i miss most is seeing my friends at training and in matches so i think for for emma and, and kate i've been really um passionate about yes we play sport and yes i'm competitive but at the same time it needs to be fun it needs to be enjoyable and it needs to be something that you want to you know continue and grow with and and they've got to make their own path so 
I think that, um, that whatever they so we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, so she definitely loves a few things and she's also into Formula One, so you could, should question her on some Formula One <laughs> as well, so she's right into that. <laughs> hey, uh, gee, it's been a pleasure having you back on the sports show. And uh, it's not a very friendly time slot. I think it's around about midnight that we get underway against Jamaica. But oh, what an epic yes, clash. Yeah, yes, epic clash that will be. I, uh, <laughs> it will. Definitely will be. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll be a little bit tired tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again, Ali. Great to have you on the show. No worries. Cheers. All right. See you, boys. Bye.